Welcome to Grace Abounds. I'm Pastor Emily Baton. Today I will be sharing with you my Sunday sermons from St. John's Lutheran Church in Palm Desert, California. Thank you for joining us and may you find grace, peace, and comfort in the message today. I imagine most of you have been to a wedding, or been in a wedding, or maybe planned a wedding. And the one thing that you can always count on is something will not go as planned, and someone will be late. Now, I got married a little over a year ago, and my wedding was no exception to this rule. I had been planning it for months, and doing so in the middle of my internship, while also being out of state from where the wedding was going to be. And let's just say I was pretty tired, and I understand why the bridesmaids fell asleep. (laughs) (laughs) Finally, I made it to the wedding day. And not everything was as it was supposed to be, but things were falling into place. The venue was set, which was going to be at the seminary where my husband and I met. The flowers had been delivered and arranged. The makeup was done, and the guests had arrived. And this was all made possible by wonderful friends and family. So I took a sigh of relief. I was now ready for anything. You can laugh, it's pretty funny. (laughs) Now I can allow myself to be anxious about actually getting married. So I walked up that aisle to meet John. We both took each other's hands, smiled. We made it. And the ceremony continued with lighting of candles and vows, and in the middle of our vows, of which my mom officiated, suddenly there was a gasp from the audience. And out of the corner of my eye, I saw one of my bridesmaids stumble and fall. Everyone paused. The room was silent, and two people from the back ran to the front, and I looked and it took everything I had not to run up and make sure she was okay. But when I looked at the two people who were next to her, one of them being my future mother-in-law, who had been a nurse for 20 years, and the other one who was a fellow seminarian and used to be an army medic. And I said, okay, they've got this, we'll be all right. The ceremony continued and a few minutes later, She joined us back in the front, probably not having enough food or drink for that day. But the rest of the wedding went out without a hitch, and now I've got a great story to tell, and my friend will never live it down. (laughs) Because no matter how much you anticipate or try to be ready, you cannot predict everything. At today's wedding banquet, the bridesmaids are trying to be ready themselves. They are waiting for the big moment, the arrival of the bridegroom. Now, in the wedding tradition of this time and culture, weddings were multiple-day events. And this parable takes place at the very beginning of this wedding celebration. 
The bride cannot simply walk herself to the wedding banquet. She must be escorted. And so her and her bridesmaids wait long into the night for the arrival of the bridegroom, hence their need for lamps. This is where we find our bridesmaids, patiently waiting for the bridegroom to arrive, for they do not know what hour he will come. And we know already he's delayed. So they eventually fall asleep, and who can blame them? Suddenly, to be awakened by the announcement that the bridegroom is coming. Half of them must run to go get more oil for the lamps, while half of them are prepared for the situation. Now, I always thought that the foolish bridesmaids got a bad rap for their lack of foresight. I mean, they're not the only ones who fall asleep. The wise bridesmaids are also left unaware when the bridegroom comes. But the wise are a little better prepared, and so when the bridegroom arrives, it is the wise bridesmaids who enter the banquet. These are some pretty harsh consequences, but the stakes of this particular wedding are extremely high. For this wedding banquet is the kingdom of God, and Jesus is the bridegroom. This is what we are waiting for. Not just the arrival of the bridegroom, but the arrival of the Savior of the world. The one who will come and judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. All the scriptures for today speak of God's promise to come and deliver the world. In Amos, it is called the day of the Lord. In Thessalonians, the coming of the Lord. In Matthew, the kingdom of heaven. They are all steeped in apocalyptic imagination, revelations of what has been, what is, and what will be, a time of deliverance for God's people. And it is the psalmist who asks the question we all have and have had since the beginning. When? How long must we wait? For this place where we wait is not easy full of pain and suffering and pleading with God, the psalmist cries, do not delay, make haste. And yet, the book of Amos warns us that when the day of the Lord comes, we should not expect it to be light or easy. You think you are ready and have made the preparations, but we cannot begin to imagine what God has in store. The implications of God's justice rolling down like water and God's righteousness like an ever-flowing stream are just incredible. Whatever is coming, it brings change, big change. And change is not easy. Change brings death along with new life. We have seen these days of change before in the Bible. When the Israelites are delivered from Egypt, they praise God for the mighty change and freedom. And yet, shortly after, they plead to go back to Egypt because this new life brings too much uncertainty. When Jesus is crucified and resurrected, the disciples hear of this incredible, earth-shattering news, and most of them hide in the upper room. The change is too much, too radical. We can never truly be ready 
for this change that is coming. But that doesn't mean we stop trying, stop caring for this world and be alert to what is happening around us. Because that is what we are called to do in today's gospel. Keep awake. Keep awake, therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour. To be ready for Jesus' return does not mean we have to have all the answers of where or when or how. We are told over and over again we simply can't know. But we do know that it is coming. And we can hope in the knowledge of its arrival. To be ready means to be on alert for the signs of Jesus all around us. I thought I was ready for anything at my wedding, but I wasn't. Do you know who was, though? My nurse mother-in-law and my army medic seminarian. We keep awake by recognizing Jesus in our lives leaning on our fellow neighbors and being there for them to do the same. The incredible mystery of this kingdom is that while we wait for its coming, it is also right here, right now. The day of the Lord will bring wonderful, terrifying change. What change could we bring to this world if we brought a sliver of the kingdom of God here on earth? Knowing all of you, something pretty incredible. Amen. Thank you for listening. Each week's episode is edited by Nick Cox with music by St. John's Worship Band. This week's sermon is by me, Pastor Emily Baton. Make sure to subscribe. And if you would like to know more about St. John's mission to know Christ and make Christ known, please visit our website at stjohnslutheran.church. May God be with you this day.